the quarterback's job is to get the offense into the end zone. Somehow, some way. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to Ultimate Insider, Bear Insiders podcast. I am Mike Pulaski, former Cal quarterback and radio analyst. Today, we are talking about a review of that Auburn game. Quite honestly, let one slip away. The Bears had one that would have been a huge difference maker, not just counting towards a bowl game, but in terms of national relevance, in terms of public perception of the Cal program, getting a win over an SEC school. Although it's not the greatest Auburn teams of all time, it's still a win over an SEC school. And Cal let one slip. There's no other way to talk about it because they did. There was opportunities to win that game, to put it away, and individual efforts missed plays were the difference maker in this game. I will be talking to Coach Justin Wilcox coming up shortly, but I'm going to give you my quick summation of the game. First off, let's talk about defense. Defense played extremely well. They created several short field opportunities for the offense. They created four takeaways, so they got the ball back. They got a ton of stops. Auburn's longest drive was 69 yards. They didn't at the end, they weren't able to get the big stop. But if you hold an SEC opponent to 14 points, you got to figure you're going to win that game. However, Bears could not find a way to take advantage of that. A couple of players uh, that stood out, Jackson Sermon, obviously, uh, once again, playing outstanding in that linebacker role. I think he, he is a guy... Bears are just really fortunate to have on the defensive side. Uh, Elarms or also really picking up the position, playing well, flying around. Uh, Brett Johnson, the times that I iso cammed on him, did not watch the film yet. The times that I watched him during the game was stout inside, going up against SEC offensive linemen. He was good. He, he impacted plays, which is what he is supposed to do at that interior line position on the defense. And I thought the Bears played pretty well. At the end of the game, you had a matchup issue where you end up getting Irby up against a six foot five, two hundred and fifty pound receiver who can jump out of the gym, is also, by the way, an SEC basketball player. So great skills on the outside. And it's a tough matchup, but it's a play he can potentially make. I'll talk to Coach about that one a little bit, get his take on it. Some people will talk about it being a bad defense because of the matchup. Sometimes you got to make choices, get to the quarterback, make something else happen. But Irby had a chance, wasn't able to make the play, and Auburn comes away with that catch. I thought it was really encouraging that you hold Auburn to 203 total yards of offense, 94 passing. So you held their passing offense under 100 yards. They only rushed for 136 Overall, it's a good day on defense. You allow 14 points, but you should win when you allow just 14 points in a game, period. Especially with all the short field opportunities that the Bears presented to their offense. Offensively, uh, and I'm always always hardest on the offense because that's obviously my side of the ball and I'm a quarterback. I think the O-line played decently. I think that they blocked for the running game fairly well at the first level. I think the second level could be a lot better. Now, defensive lines in the SEC are designed to absorb blocks, to 
pick off offensive linemen and to block for the tacklers, right? To block for the linebackers. So there's a piece of that, but they could have gotten to the second level better. They could have gotten to the linebackers. They could have created more seams. I think the Bears could have rushed for 200 yards if they got it right. But I, I thought they were decently effective at getting three, four, five-yard chunks in that run game. So I, I was not discouraged by that at all. In pass pro, oftentimes when teams run a ton of RPO, which the Bears run a ton of RPO, there's not a lot of pure drop back in the system. But when they're running RPO, it looks like pass pro is shaky. But that's not necessarily the case. Because it's designed to run the football, because the offensive line is moving to block run, oftentimes in the pass game, that ball is expected to come out right now. So quarterback will be flushed from the pocket at times if he holds on for it, to it for too long. And that, that showed up in the game. So it looked at times like pass pro wasn't fantastic. But it was better than it looked from a TV perspective. Another piece of that is once Sam Jackson got in the game, Sam was hesitant to step up into a pocket in the pure pass pro game. There were several concepts that he had the availability of making big plays, big throws on, and he didn't take advantage of them because he was too antsy. One of the things about a quarterback with his special running skills, and I talked to him about this in the podcast, you can check it, is that they want to take off too early. They trust their legs too much. They don't have the patience to either trust or to understand the concept of a pass play. Sometimes pass plays have to develop. And especially at the college level when you're taking apart intricate defenses. And he did not let his pass plays develop. There were two in particular that he just missed reads because he was too quick to get out of the pocket. He had a pocket, could have thrown, did not make it happen. There was a four-beater with the post over the top that he didn't throw that uh, would have been to Hunter, and it would have been a touchdown. And then there was a double post wheel that he should have thrown to the wheel coming across and up the sideline. It broke open. It was there, but Sam Jackson was already on his way. And so he needs to understand the concept. And sometimes you have to hang in the pocket as a quarterback. You're going to be way more effective throwing that football down the field. And once you start making those throws... Now they have to put more guys into coverage, so you're going to have more access to run the football inside too. So it all plays off of each other. But as a young quarterback, not a ton of experience, those mistakes hurt him and hurt the team. There was There's some mechanical stuff, and mechanical stuff drives me nuts because it's one part of your game that you can fix, that you can work on. I work with young quarterbacks all the time, and they have fantastic mechanics. You have to believe in it. You have to trust it. And you have to get out of that fixed mindset of it's my special skills, it's my talent that's going to make it happen. No, you have to do the work. You have to do the mechanics. You have to hone your mechanics to become a better player. And Sam was not on his mechanics in this game. He does have special skills. He can, I mean, he is a game changer. Defenses have to account for him when he can run the football. But he needs to be a passer first, which is what he told me in the podcast. That he was a passer first. In this game, he was not a passer first. He took off way too early on several occasions. And so, though it looked like the offensive line was bad because he was flushing, that was not the case on several of those concepts. So, just kind of throw it out there. The offensive line wasn't phenomenal. They weren't spectacular, but they were good enough to win this game. Quarterback play has to be better. That said, receivers could have helped as well. 
Yes, it was an SEC secondary. Yes, they were going up against two corners that were preseason all SEC. But no, they did not get separation. They needed to create more separation. They needed to create some space for the throws that were legit drop back throws or for the throws off the RPO that should have happened on time. There should have been more space created and they didn't. They also have to win some of the contested catches. Some of the 50-50 balls, in my opinion, I think 50-50 balls should be 70-30 offensive favor because you have the advantage. You're looking back. You should have better ball skills. You're playing the football and you understand the route, the concept, where the throw should be. So Bears did not win some of those. And then again, Sam's mechanics, he just missed, misfired on throws, was way too early on throws. And so his understanding of the offense needs to evolve. His ability to stay in the pocket needs to evolve. He needs to grow up quickly as a quarterback in that position. Running game, I thought running backs did a decent job of hitting the hole as it was designed. There were a few times they bounced when they shouldn't have. Uh, In the past pro game, there was one time in particular I remember where running backs missed an assignment. But I think overall, running backs played pretty well in this game. Obviously, Jade not getting injured, a huge deal for the Bears. He is such a huge component of that offense. His abilities, his skills are pretty spectacular. And so him getting injured, I hope that he learned not to hurdle. (laughs) No coach ever teaches it and guys do it. And it's become more and more popular these days. And I hate it. And I think it's dumb. So I hope that Jaden stays on the ground. He is most effective with his feet on the ground. And so I'd like to see him do more of that and less of the hurdling for sure. That's how you get hurt. I got hit pretty good last game versus North Texas this time ended up having to come out of the game, stay out of the game. So I would love to see him stay on the ground. So we covered receivers. I think Jack Endries, once again, I think he's doing a nice job at tight end. He is catching some balls. He's doing the right things in the run game for the most part. He is making blocks, and then he's getting out there to screens. He's a guy who can be a weapon for the Bears because he runs really well for a tight end. He understands concepts, and he can catch. So I think utilizing him. And again, had our quarterback been more patient, we would have utilized Jack Henry's more, but I think he's a big piece of that game as well. So I like him at tight end too. Finally, let's talk about special teams. Clearly, we need to make the field goals that we have opportunities to make. Missing three, in the end, changed the score. It's not that Michael Luckers cost the game, but he could have won the game. There were times, you know, he could have gotten a stop on defense. Quarterback could have completed balls like I just talked about. But as a kicker, your job is to hit field goals. In my opinion, college kickers should be almost automatic from 45 and in, 42 and in now. That's all they do in practice is kick. And so unless you have bad snaps, bad holds, or bad blocking up front, a kicker should be automatic. The stroke should be there. And Luckhurst, I said it on the air, looked like he was getting rotational through his kick, swinging across the ball more than swinging through the ball. You have to punch it. And if anybody at home is a golfer, that swing has to be exactly consistent every single time, the way that you strike that ball. And it's the same with kickers. You want to punch that ball moving forward. There's always going to be a touch of rotational to it because rotational athletes. But as you strike the ball, club face or foot has to be in the right position. Head has to be down. Everything has to be the same every single time. And clearly it was not for this game. 
Bears have to get better there. Coach will talk about that, what's going on with kicking this week coming up. But it's uh, it's a big area for improvement. Bears need to make it. With all that said, that's my take on it. Head coach Justin Wilcox uh, took the time to join me this week, and I asked him some pretty tough questions, and I think he had some pretty fair and pretty good. Head coach Justin Wilcox, and coach, I'm just going to hand it over to you and give me your take on the Auburn game last weekend. My take was is uh, we had, I don't know, dozens uh, chances to win and didn't get it done. Really frustrating because uh, we didn't feel like, you know, they were a team that just outmatched us. We had the ball, I think, eight times inside the 40, you know, four in that red red zone and didn't. We got one touchdown out of it and we missed uh, a number of field goals. And defensively, we could have won the game on the on the one long drive. We could have won the game um, by stopping them on that drive. I think if we would have done that, regardless of what would have happened, I think we would have beat them. So it's really frustrating, and we got to be better. And when when the moment comes to make the play, whether it's a a tackle, an interception, or a, a throw, a catch, a run, a block, a kick, I mean, we got to. We got to make our share and uh, need to be accountable uh, to live it up to the standard of performance that, you know, we expect from the players and we're not asking them to do something they can't do, but they need to be accountable to doing what they are able to do. I'm going to start on the defensive side of the ball because there's some some real bright spots over there in terms of takeaways, four takeaways on the game, and you hold an SEC opponent to 230 yards of total offense. Those are some pretty good numbers coming into a game. We'll get to the offense in just a second. But the defensive side of the ball, you said a big play at the end, you know, to let Auburn win that game. But there was a lot of really good defense during that game. There was. Uh, there was a, a good chunk of the game where we played well on defense. You know, unfortunately, that wasn't good enough to win. And that's, uh, that's the way this game works. Um, we could talk about the good stats and the good plays and you know, there's there's good in there, no doubt. But you know, if you want to you want to be an elite defense, then on that fourth quarter, on that drive, we we find a way. We make one more tackle. We get an interception. We can knock the ball down. Whatever it might be, you find a way to get the stop there, and you win the game ten to seven if you need to. And so we weren't able to do that. And it doesn't mean doesn't change how I feel about the players personally, but football wise, that would be the response. Right. And in the end, they get a matchup with a big tight end type on a smaller body outside. What was the thought process going into that? Was there any thought about trying to get a bigger body out there to help? Or was it just, we're coming with this defense and let's yeah, make it happen? We do. We have some of that. Uh, there's, yeah, there's different ways to go about it. Um, I mean, after the plays, if we can out quick him and jump, then then it works, then we think the play worked well. And after the play doesn't go well, then you obviously would. I could always look back if the play doesn't go our way and say we should have called something different, you know, and always. Sure. Um, unfortunately, that one didn't go our way. And I think Jeremiah Irby is a, a good football player and I think he can make that play. Um, and, you know, there's a number of plays on that drive that we could have made and didn't quite make. 
Yeah, and he was in position to make the play. Just physically, you've got a dude who's a pretty big dude. So, um, you know, one of the things about having dudes that make big plays like that is do they make them more often or not? And so that was a, that was a big one for them, obviously. Now we'll get into some of the other stuff. The, the glaring one, field goal kicking. Even if you just hit two out of the three, you win that game. Talk about where you're at in terms of Luckhurst post-game, what you're doing going forward. Well, uh, I think Michael is a talented young man. I know he wants to do it. Uh, it means a lot to him. He's, uh, you know, struggling right now just uh, from the uh, process part of it. I think he can do much better. I believe in him. Uh, we are competing this week with a couple guys to see where we go this week. You know, it doesn't mean that we don't think Michael can do it, but we've got to, you know, continue to improve on that unit. And so we're competing at that spot. There's no doubt that he has the physical tools to do it. You can see him do it all the time. But as you and I both know, as a kicker, it comes down to the singular moment of being present right now in the exact same swing path on every single kick. And he hasn't proven that he can do that yet. You know, he's, uh, he's learning. Um, you know, it's an unfortunate that I know he wants to, to make those. And I know he can make them. Uh, we just have it. He's a little out of rhythm right now. And so we're really working on helping him get back in that. Yeah, and I know that you have Ryan Longwell here, who's who's an old pro guy who knows it. And so, if you're going to have somebody that's going to work with you on that, he's a great one to have. Yeah, Ryan, uh, we have a you know few guys. So Vic coaches the special teams. We have a couple people who are uh, off the field in um, analyst and consulting type roles. Ryan Longwell being one of them, Zach Tinker being another. So we've got a number of people um, working with special teams now. They can't coach the players, you know, only the accountable coaches and GAs can coach the players, but we got a number of people in the building working on special teams. Um, so it's, you know, uh, we're, we're discussing those things daily and, uh, we gotta, we gotta get more out of that unit. Uh, there's no doubt about it. And, um, you know, competition, uh, is part of that. Okay, so now I'm going to switch over to the offensive side of the ball. As you know, quarterback guy, I'm I'm all about quarterback play, and uh, we'll, well, I want to get the Sam Jackson last. I think we have to pull apart kind of some of that quarterback stuff. But let's talk about the O line first. People will look at this game, and I've heard some people say, "Oh, pass protection." Majority of what you guys do in the pass game is off the RPO, so pass protection is not going to be. It's not going to look like standard. Sit back there, put six guys in protection, and you know hold the fort for the quarterback. I think at times your pass pro showed up and your quarterback wouldn't step up. Your quarterback wouldn't take advantage of a pocket that he had. And I, and I think it makes it look like the O-line was bad, but I thought they actually played a decent game in the run game and they weren't bad in pass pro when it was pure pass pro. Yeah, I think you bring up two good points. The RPO game is a big part of what we do. Um, the run game, I thought they battled. We weren't perfect. The holding calls hurt us uh, significantly. Um, and when we Pass protect, are there times we need to pass protect better? Yes. But there's also times when the quarterback needs to step up into the pocket and not go backwards because you can't pass protect for uh, QB if we're, you know, 18 yards deep. Like, nobody can do that. So stepping up into the uh, pocket, delivering the ball, you know, moving forward as opposed to always going backwards. Because, yeah, as I mentioned, anybody that escapes backwards, it's going to, or even if they take off when they don't need to, uh, it's going to look like they're under duress. 
Exactly. And, and, and that happened a bunch in this game as I watched it. You had, you know, again, running backs who ran hard. I thought your offensive line going up against an SEC defensive line who was designed to eat up blocks, did a good job, didn't quite get to the second level like they could have. Yeah, I think that's probably fair to say. There were some good runs blocked in there. Um, they can do better. You know, we'll we'll keep demanding more from them. Um, I think their effort was good. The holding calls, as I mentioned, hurt us. Um, but yeah, again, anytime I think you you have a performance like that, we can we can really look at every position and talk about what needed to be better in order to get a different result. Absolutely. Um, one more we'll look at right now: receivers. They you you have two first team All SEC corners, you know, preseason. But there wasn't a lot of separation out there. V- very rarely was there good separation, clean separation. Yeah, we had. Uh, we need to make some contested catches um, that we didn't really make. You know, you got to make some contested catches, and um, we got to block on the perimeter a bit better. And there's also some times when we had a post route or a wheel. Or something that was open and we didn't connect. Well, that, and that was going to be my next question, right? We're going into the quarterback play now, and you have a young quarterback. We talked a little bit about it, flushing from the pocket early, not stepping up into the pocket. And then at time, the thing that drove me crazy watching the film was mechanics, being a little bit too cute by half at times, trying to get the ball out too quickly, doing those things young quarterbacks do sometimes. Um, and, and, you did have reads. There were play calls. There were things open for him to hit. How frustrating is that for you and for the team to see the opportunities there and not be able to connect on those? Barry, I mean, quarterback, as you know, Mike is going to wear so much of this and the most important position in sports. Um, you know, the quarterback job is to get the offense into the end zone somehow, some way. Maybe Period. Period. Maybe you got to run it. Maybe you got to scramble. Maybe you just hand it off. I, I don't know. You know, it just depends. But at the end of the day, the quarterback's got to help the offense find its way to the end zone, and we didn't do a good enough job of that. So, you you look at this film with them, and I know, I mean I coach quarterbacks all the time, so I get it. You you sit down and talk to them and say, this is the importance of it. As Sam Jackson, as a player, how does he absorb that? How does he internalize that? How does he make the difference in his game? Well, uh, I think it's it's humbling when you watch those plays and like Sam Sam recognizes that when you see the plays that are there to be had and you don't make them. Um, and there's a lot to coach off of, and you know he is. As we know, and we've known this, is far from a finished product quarterback. He's not played a lot. Um, he has a very high ceiling. He's got some really unique gifts, but you got to operate the offense. And, you know, there's a time and place for the creative play. It's not every time at every place. And learning that is going to be key for Sam because he does. You know, you don't want to take away somebody's unique gifts to be something a little different, but they also have to understand, you know, when is that time? It's not, it's not every play. And so I think, uh, 
He internalizes it. Uh, I think he wants to be a good player, you know, but we have to make progress there uh, because it, ultimately, like I said, the QB's job is you get the ball in the end zone, especially when we have that many opportunities. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And I'm not trying to be harsh on Sam, right? The film is the film. The, yeah. the play is the play. And so it, it's as a quarterback, you have to e- either understand the concept so you have to hang in the pocket even if you're going to take a shot or you have to decide that you're not going to be so impatient that th- that you don't wash the concept and take off running. It's one of those two things. And so that's where he's at with his game right now. It's very clear on film that you can see that. All right, well, wash that one, put it behind you. The beauty of football is that you're on to the next week. This week, you have Idaho coming in. They've been pretty good on offense so far, uh, and they come in riding a win here. Talk to me about offense. Talk to me about what you, or their offense. Talk to me about what you expect from Idaho. Uh, they'll come in very confident. They've blown out two teams in two weeks. Uh, they just blew out Nevada. Scored it at will. Nobody stopped them yet on offense. Um, defensively, they're giving up 220-some yards a game. So they are a very efficient football team. They play well together, and quarterback's a good football player. He operates the offense. They got a receiver that can go up and get it. They got a returner and a explosive guy that plays on offense, a good running back stable. So they're a good football team. And coming into this game, the thing is, you're coming, you know, obviously coming off a loss, it's easier to get the team focused on this game, but sometimes a lower level opponent than your last opponent is, is it easy watching this film to say, you better dial it in for this week? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't get, I think it's really easy to, to give them your full attention. All you do is watch the video. You know, I'd hope it would never take that, you know, but. You turn on the video and you know what you're getting. So um, we also haven't done anything to, uh, I guess, have a mindset where we could take a day off or a period of practice off or a playoff. I Man, I don't know that what, what we've done that would suggest that we deserve that. I'm with you there, Coach. And I would be remiss if I didn't ask about Jay Knott's health. Obviously, he went down hard during the game. How is Jaden? What is his prognosis moving forward? Much better. Said he felt great today, uh, Tuesday. And uh, he's day-to-day, but we're uh, we're hopeful that he'll be with us this weekend. Yeah, I mean, I know that you guys don't teach him to hurdle, and I know that, you know, you you see these films. I I know personally, because I've been around practice. I've been around your staff. I've seen what you guys are like. The stuff that you guys are coaching them to do is the stuff that wins. It's just that this stuff's got to stick, right? Can't hurdle. Got to stay in the pocket when you have to get those second level likes. It's all those things that you guys coach. And so now they just got to execute on what you're teaching them. So yep. I appreciate you coming on today, coach. Uh, looking forward to the game this weekend and uh, watching uh, uh, the offense turn it back up. Thanks, Frank. Oh, coming in with a high powered offense, a stingy defense. And in a game that could be a problem for the Bears, they have to get that focus back. They have to figure out how to get the win. And it's a big one. You've got Idaho at home, a team who's on a roll. You're coming off of a tough game. You need to see what the Bears can do to this Saturday. I hope and I expect that they get the win, but they're going to have to bring their A game because Idaho is a good football team and they've shown it on film. As you heard Coach Wilcox talking about where the Bears need to improve, how they need to get better, 
the whole team accountability. I just love the fact that coach talks about that, that, you know, defense could have stepped up and made a stop or offense could have gotten a play or special teams could have made it happen because it is a team game. You can't hold it to one guy. But in this day and age with NIL and with where things are at, the guys that are expected to make plays need to make those plays. And I can't say it more succinctly than that. That is my take. You can listen to our broadcast this weekend coming up on KGO. But I appreciate you guys watching and listening here today. Until next time, I am Mike Pulaski for Bear Insider, Ultimate Insider Podcast. As always, go Bears. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.